Hey, Cal Pal Nation, are you ready for football? It's time for some two-a-days, where each NFL team is broken down by experts to get you ready for game day. Everything you need to know, and a few tips to impress the pickiest of football fans. Now, your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome back to my two-a-day series where we're breaking down each NFL team to get you ready for game day. And with me today from Next Fan Up is Dan, the the Colts super fan. Dan, welcome to Sports Gal Pal. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, let's get right to it. The Colts are obviously in the top tier of the AFC. There is no question about that. Um, You know, what should we look forward to this season? Uh, the Colts are, like you said, one of the better teams of the, the AFC. Um, so they're in a uh, what their owner calls a make-or-break year where he's looking to see them make the next step and get to the Super Bowl. So uh, Vegas seems to agree that they're the AFC favorites to win the, the Super Bowl. They have the, the best odds for, for that, and they might have the best quarterback in the AFC um, if he can continue to make that jump that he's made each year um, in Andrew Luck. So they've given him some weapons. So hopefully they'll work their way away from the the running game that they've tried to force and open the playbook for Andrew Luck to play with all his new toys. Yes, um, can you so talk about that. some of those some of those new personnel? Yeah, they uh, it's been a first round pick on a wide receiver, uh, Philip Dorsett, who at the time I was very upset that they took him instead of a defensive piece, but it sounds like he's a superstar in the making. So they might have found a gem that I disagreed with, which is rare, <laughs> but um. They added him, and uh, they added a couple of older veterans on offense in uh, Andre Johnson and Frank Gore. Um, I'm hoping that Andrew Andre Johnson uh, replaces Reggie Wayne as sort of that third-down security blanket where Andrew Luck can just throw the ball to him and trust that veteran of his skill set can come down with that. And uh, he missed that a lot last year, especially down the stretch, um, just having that security blanket type player. And then they brought in a, a running back, Frank Gore, who – he doesn't really face that many uh, seven-man boxes. So when he was in San Francisco, um, now that he's in Indianapolis, you know it's going to be rare for him to see an eight-man box with with Andrew Luck back there. So hoping he can he can find the running game the way that Ahmad Bradshaw did and just grind for those four or five yards of carry every every time. And then he's very underrated as a as a pass protector as well. So he can help uh, Andrew Luck in that regard by an extra ten fifteen, yeah, or that <laughs> might be a little exaggerated, but buying some extra time in the the pocket and don't forget too he's he's pretty smart running back so he'll help uh, Andrew Luck read some coverages before the snap and maybe point out some things that Andrew Luck's still learning in the game of football yeah it does sound like they've gotten a lot of good key offensive personnel around Andrew Luck but let's talk about the other side of the ball you know you guys offensively have, have been very good you know obviously the one year where Peyton Manning was out and then you guys got Andrew Luck in you know once Andrew Luck got in that offensive piece looked real good but defensive wise it I just what's going on yeah it's, it's a mystery the uh, New England Patriots seem to have found that they can attack the, the weakest link on the defensive line and Last year in the playoffs, that cost them pretty significantly. And the interesting thing is, like, it's, it's always the running game. It's never Tom Brady that that they're that beats them. So it'll be interesting to see if they can figure out this, this run defense and try to make Tom Brady beat them, which is kind of scary to say, but it's kind of true, right? So they they brought in a couple of defensive pieces. Uh, one was Trent Cole. He's more of a, a pass rusher to hopefully. 
relieve some of the pressure off of the aging Robert Mathis, who's coming off an Achilles injury. Um, and then they brought in another guy from, from St. Louis to give him a couple of good defensive ends, but there's still the, the issue at nose tackle. And they have a couple of guys they've drafted um, that they're, they're trying to groom for it, but they just haven't haven't bought, either bought in or been able to um, take up take up two uh, blockers in the run game. And when you get one of those guys free to go go hit the weak spot, then you know you get 200 yards rushing the game, giving up in the playoffs. Do you think that the Colts really benefit from the division they're in? I mean, let's look at the other three teams that you have. They're kind of. I mean, they 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 have not been the best. I mean, the Titans, Texans, and Jaguars don't exactly um, instill fear into their opponents the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Jaguars and Titans, especially they they haven't been relevant for a while, and they're struggling to find find quarterbacks. So the last couple of years, they've Jacksonville's added a quarterback this year. Tennessee's added a quarterback. So they they keep hitting reset every time that they they draft these new quarterbacks, which is kind of nice for Indy. Um, and thankfully, the one year that Indy needed a quarterback, they got one of the best ones to come out in a while. So that was a little bit of luck. <laughs> but um, I, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, and then Houston, Houston got a great coach, and their defense has been incredible. But you know, if, if Arian Foster is not going to be there to beat the Colts, then it's, it's going to be tough for for Houston to get get up on them too. So this it's definitely been fun being in the division because. You're always relevant, and you always have a chance at the Super Bowl. First step to going to the Super Bowl is getting in the playoffs, and if you win your division every year, you're in the playoffs every year. So it's definitely been a help. But do you think that because so many of the games that Andrew Luck plays, I mean, you know, because you play, what, each team um, twice at six games, and if it's a mm-hmm. lesser opponent, and it has been the last couple of years, I think everybody, including the fan, the super fans of those teams would even say so, Um my question is, is that do you think that that's what's missing as far as Andrew Luck's playoff true success is that he's not getting the seasoning. He's not getting the competition he needs to kind of build that endurance that's needed, um, you know, during that um, postseason run. Eh, that's tough to say. I mean, he's still young, so he's playing 17, 18 games quicker than most quarterbacks do. Um, the injuries they've had both sides of the ball have made it pretty difficult to to have success in the playoffs regardless of who the quarterback is. So, I mean, I, I kind of understand what you're saying. Um, you, you definitely want to see a challenge or two in the se- during the season. But, I mean, a game of football is on both sides of the ball. So this this year, actually, I'm kind of hoping that what you said is true because they'll be playing that couple of good uh, defensive teams in the AFC East that will show them some, some unique things. But those AFC East teams don't necessarily have the offensive pieces. So, so maybe their defense can step up and win them those games if Andrew Luck struggles. And then I think they play the NFC South, who before the Kelvin Benjamin injury was looking to be a uh, respectable offensive division that couldn't challenge the defense while not having maybe the best defenses to let the, the offense overcome it. So we'll uh, we'll give your theory a test uh, this this season for you. Yeah, I just, I just, I think, I mean, yeah, there's, there's benefits to definitely having a weaker division. One is you're automatically kind of like, hey, we're going to go to a playoff game. Great. Um, but again, hopefully our team stays really healthy and, you know, really ready to go. So I don't know. I just, I've just been thinking about it because it's like with the Colts, it's one of those things where, you know, you guys on paper are really, really good, particularly on, you know, the offense side of the ball, but the postseason hasn't been as successful as you wanted to. And we can, and Andrew Luck, I mean, you know, 
he's not that new anymore. He's been in the league a couple of years now. I mean, I think the whole young thing, um, I don't think I don't think it works this season. I think this is like you said, this is the make or break season. Yeah, I would agree. And you know, last year he he had one healthy receiver in T. Y. Hilton in a game against New England and T. Y. he's in his fourth year now too, so he's gotta figure out how to beat the beat the top cornerbacks now. Well, and let's talk about that New England game because so much of the offseason has been talking about specifically that game. And I think people haven't really, they've all been talking about what Tom Brady did, what he's texted, what his phone's destroyed. You know, we now know more about Poppy Ball inflation than anybody possibly ever wanted to know. What is your take on the whole, or as Pod Vader would say, Benghazi situation or Balghazi? Yeah. I think I think it could have happened to a better team. I mean, you look around the league when other teams get punished and fine, it goes away pretty quickly. But you get to go into to New England with some of the whiniest fans in the NFL, and it gets blown up, blown out of proportion. He gets a four game suspension, which is, in my opinion, you know, I don't like Tom Brady, but I still think four game suspension is ridiculous. I mean, how do you suspend that guy four games for deflating balls? I don't know, but. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see Roger Goodell taking a stance against one of his good buddies and Robert Kraft, even though maybe after this they're not necessarily going to be best best of buds. Okay, so yeah, so I I think personally this is this is my theory on it because Roger Goodell is not an idiot. The the one thing he is not is he is very savvy marketing wise. I think it's very convenient that the four game suspension happens, and guess what game Tom Brady's going to be coming back for if the four game suspension maintains? And it's not; it's probably going to be shortened, but. It's you guys. Yeah, it's a prime time, a prime time game. Too. I mean, c- I mean exactly. What better way to come back? I mean, seriously, it it has been planned, and Roger Goodell is fighting this not because he believes that that he cheated. He probably, <laughs> he probably did it, but because he's thinking ratings. And what else are all of us going to be talking about that week? But oh my God, Brady is finally getting. His, will he get revenge on the on the Colts, or will the Colts? You know, I mean, just it's it's a soap opera. It's so much drama. I personally love it. So, and this is why I tell my girlfriends and my female people who don't who claim they don't like sports. I'm like, are you not paying attention to all this? This is the best reality show on television. <laughs> That's true. I, didn't, I, I never considered it a reality show before you said that. But it is. Uh-huh. It, it yeah, is. When you have ball boys texting each other, calling themselves the, inflate, the, the inflator or the deflator or whatever they're calling themselves, then I'm sorry, you've gotten to re- you're like the bachelor at that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for that Doritos commercial to come out. Yes, exactly. All right. Besides, um, obviously, playing New England is a big deal. Are there any other matchups you're really looking forward to? Do you think that are going to really challenge Andrew Locke and your team? Uh, New England's definitely the big game uh, because of the embarrassment that happened last year in the playoffs. Um, I'm looking forward to watching them play the Bills in week one um, just to see if they're capable of scoring more than seven points against the good defense. Um, Rex Ryan's back in Buffalo, so he's He's got a knack for uh, making quarter, good quarterbacks look not so good. So that'll be a good early season test to see if Indy's ready to come out of the gates to make themselves the Super Bowl contenders that uh, we're making them out to be. And then the same thing with the Jets. The Jets are going to have a, such a unique defense, I think. they got a new new head coach, and he's adding a ton of pieces. So I expect him to throw quite a few things at, at Andrew Luck this year. And then uh, I guess the same can be said about the Houston Texans. Get to see them twice a year. And I think they have one of the better coaches in the NFL. I don't think he gets a whole lot of respect from that regard quite yet. But they have, I mean, they have some monsters on defense, some athletic freaks. So 
Um, that'll be a great test for the Colts offensive line just to see if they can they can hold up against them. Yeah, I think Texas is uh, underrated as far as defensive-wise. I mean, they're a mess offensively. I mean, they're just a mess. Let's be honest. They're a hot mess offensively. Almost as bad as Washington. Almost. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of curious if uh, Clowney's going to be healthy this full season. Like, even when he was playing in South Carolina, he never played. A, he really didn't play a full season. So I'm kind of curious to see if if that tag team of him and J.J. Watt is really going to shake things up. Yeah, the, the Colts had alignment. Uh, guys are chairless who made a comment that you just don't recover from that type of surgery that he had. He's going to lose a lot of his explosiveness. So I, I don't know if that holds true because we've seen guys like Adrian Peterson that are freaks and they recover from things that you're not supposed to recover from. But uh, Clowney kind of falls in that mold, in my opinion, where he's going to be a, a freak that doesn't recover like he's supposed to. He's going to be better than that. So I'll be curious to see if he can re, uh, retain that form and for how long. Excellent. So, um, are you picking the Colts to go to the Super Bowl? Um, I think I have to this year. This is the year that they, they have it all. Having the New England quarterback suspended for a couple of games is going to hurt them, maybe give them a couple more losses. And hopefully enough of those losses give uh, Indy home, home field advantage to, to take it home to the Super Bowl. Um, if Galpa Nation wants to listen to you, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on the NFU podcast, uh, Twitter handle NFU podcast. Um, they're also on Facebook. And uh, my Twitter handle is at Danasty, D-A-N-S-T-Y, uh, by Luck. So a little uh, play on Andrew Luck there. Yeah, well, I hope you have much luck this season, and maybe you'll f- face my Eagles in the Super Bowl. Hey, that would be <sighs> exciting. That would as be fun. As, uh, as long as you guys bench Darren Sproles. He's been a Colts killer for the last decade, so keep him on the bench, and then we'll have fun. No, I love Darren Sproles. Leave him alone. Like, don't <laughs> just look. Philly has its own problems and its own issues. I mean, just just... I'm not even going to go. There's not enough time in this podcast to even go through the issues that is that is Philadelphia. I'm one of those fans. I'm not sunshine and rainbows like Sitco. I'm glad Sitco is, is sunshine and rainbows. I am not. I'm scared to death. There, I said it. I did. I did. All right. And again, I appreciate Dan for coming on to the Sports Scout Pop podcast. If you want to get the... Um, links and we apologize normally i am really great at these but like dan and i were talking we are parents and our tiny humans woke us up super early and we're doing this for you gal foundation so you better freaking appreciate the fact that dan with his nine month old is on my podcast talking about football and his wife is letting him yay for your wife all right if you, seriously yeah yay for your wife <laughs> and all the moms out there. Okay. Um, if you want to listen to Dan and the rest of the super fans, you can hear them on blogtalkradio.com forward slash next fan up. And again, all the links will be on my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sports gal pal or, or on sportsgalpal.com. Dan, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was, it was good fun. And go Colts. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal Podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.